Let me tell you about Grip6. Grip6 has great belts. They've got great wallets. They've got great socks. And they're a great company located here in America. I think they're based in Utah. They do all of uh, all their sourcing from America. And I think you hear this a lot where, well, we can't possibly come up with high quality items that are a reasonable cost uh, because uh, you can't do that in America. You got to outsource everything. And it's like, well, no, you don't. You know, you can do it. It's hard. It's harder. But that's why Grip6 exists. They, they are trying to do the hard thing here. They love this country. They are people who really support the values of this country. And they make great products. You don't have to sacrifice just because, you know, you might uh, you know, like the company. You get, you get the best of both worlds here. Their uh, wallets are really cool. If you've ever seen that Seinfeld episode with George Costanza where he's like sitting sideways because his, his wallet is so big in his back pocket. This is not like this. There's, they can, you know get really good access to your cards really easily. There's a little loop to pull it out of your pocket. It's really fantastic. They're really cool designs, minimalist and customizable. Check it out. Grip6.com slash stew. Grip6.com slash stew. Use the code stew to save 15%. It's grip, the number six.com slash stew. Get 15% off today. Radio show uh, comes back here in just a second. talking a few minutes ago about the possibility of Gavin Newsom stepping into the void for the Democrats. We know they don't want Joe Biden. We know they don't want Kamala Harris to run in 2024. So who is it? I think it's a, there's a pretty good chance it's uh, Gavin Newsom. And we'll show you some evidence of that coming up in about 60 seconds. There's a big story in the Wall Street Journal today. Red states are winning the post-pandemic economy. Huh. Huh. Who would have seen this coming? Workers and employers moved away from the coast to middle of the country and Florida, sparking swifter recoveries there. That's not exactly a surprise, I think, to most people who went through the COVID era. In fact, so many people moved from California, from Illinois, from New York, to places like Tennessee, Texas, Florida, Arizona. And, and it's it's a fascinating change, but one I think you'd have to expect if you went through life over the past couple of years. If you happen to be one of those people and you're leaving a blue state and going to a red state, first of all, we welcome you. Uh, second of all, you better have a good real estate agent on both sides of that transaction. And the best place to find that person is realestateagentsidetrust.com. You can go there, whether you're moving to a new area or you're selling the house in your area, get the best price on both sides of that transaction with realestateagentsidetrust.com, someone who knows 
the area, knows the market, and knows how to get the best results for you. Someone you can trust. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now. Realestateagentsitrust.com. So Gavin Newsom seems to be making some uh, making some noise about uh, p- potentially running for for governor. There, mm-hmm. There's a little battle between him and Ron DeSantis going on. There's some back and forth there. Obviously, a lot of people think Ron DeSantis is going to run for president. Uh, a lot of people beginning to think Gavin Newsom is going to run for president. Otherwise, why does the governor of California run an ad in Florida on the 4th of July? Uh, if you haven't heard, very weird. Yeah, really weird. Uh, if you haven't heard that ad, here here it is. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican it? leaders, they're banning books, making oh, it harder wow. to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, huh. even criminalizing women and doctors. No. Criminalizing women living in Florida to join uh-huh. the fight. Or you join us in California, where we still believe in freedom. Freedom oh, sure. of speech, California. freedom to yeah. choose, Please come freedom back. from hate, and Please the freedom come back home. to love. Don't let them freedom take to love. your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. Uh, that's incredible. Why would why why would you pay for Newsom for Governor? Why would that campaign Newsom for California Governor pay for a a Florida ad on the Fourth of July? For, huh. for exactly what is happening right now we are talking about it yes he's trying to elevate his profile Mm -hmm. to become Mm -hmm. the presidential option if the biden thing goes more awry than it is already if that's possible uh and he's trying to position himself and so he's trying to get people to talk about him he knows he's got this race won obviously in california doesn't have to there's no need for him to spend one dollar on anything in this race right he's already you know the race he had to win was the recall now that he's won that, you know, it's it's going to be very easy for him to win in California. Mm-hmm. And he is riding high on his, you know, he didn't get recalled, which is, it's like, it's, it's just like Boris Johnson celebrating the, the win in the no confidence vote. Like, that's not a, it's not something to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Like, they ha- you shouldn't have been in the no confidence right. vote in if the first place. If you're doing a good job, you don't get the no confidence vote in the first place. But that's what happened. He survived it barely. I mean, you know, just a month or so before, the polls were saying it was basically a toss-up whether he was going to remain mm-hmm. in office. He wound up winning by, you know, eight percent of people changing their mind. You know, I think he won mm-hmm. by sixteen points total. It was, you know, there's only two choices. It was fifty-eight forty-two. If eight percent of their people changed their mind in a democratic state, it was lower than the amount he got elected with. This is not a, a win. Yeah, uh, you know, no. but he. He's an egomaniac, and uh, he wants to be that next option. And he has a very high opinion of himself. Everything he said in that ad is a lie. Yeah. Everything is a lie. Freedom's under attack in Florida? No. No, it's not. No, it is exact isn't. opposite. It's qu- it, the exact opposite. You can argue, if, you want, if you're on the left-wing position, the, the argument to make against DeSantis is he's giving you too much freedom. Right? That was the COVID argument yeah. against DeSantis. He was allowing you to live your life too often. Republican leaders are banning books. No, they're not. No. That's obviously a reference to the sexual discussions with kindergartners through third graders. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know that there were books banned involved in that. I, I don't know what books were going to be presented to the kids that showed sexual activity of anybody. But we've seen we've seen but, some of these hardcore woke books that have been banned from certain 
classrooms. No books have been banned, but like we we all, I don't know if everyone anyone knows this, we ban books all the time. Playboy is not allowed in, in kindergarten classrooms. Banning uh, magazines not banning in books. classrooms is it's so asinine. They're making it harder to vote. Are they? No, they're not. <laughs> Are they? Why? Because you have to show an ID at the voting booth? Something about 85% of all Americans agree with, 80% of, of minorities agree with. Why do they agree with it? Because uh, they have IDs. Mm-hmm. They don't have a hard time getting ID. Any harder a time getting an ID than a white person does. Because Gavin Newsom's opinion, his very low opinion of the mental capacity of African Americans and other minorities is not accurate. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, That's guess the problem. what? They can figure out how to get a driver's yeah, license. They it's not that hard. Capable human beings just like you. Well, I don't know if he is, but... Just like, just like, what was the quote from Joe Biden? You know, uh, black kids are just as as talented as, as yes, or poor kids are just as talented as white, white kids. kids. <laughs> that, that was uh, that's the way Joe that's Biden way told that think. story, and that's the way they think. Criminalizing women. So wait, we're three for three on lies, right? Three uh, yes. claims, mm-hmm. three, lies. three lies. What's the next one? Criminalizing women. They're criminalizing women in Florida. Women and doctors. N- no, no when, they're not. When. When women commit crimes, they are criminals. <laughs> yes. That is, yeah. that's what, women are criminalized in every state of the union if by this d- idiotic definition. I guess he's trying to say they're going to make abortions Because of illegal, abortions, yeah. But they, 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 yeah. They, they, they're not even doing that. Nobody's targeting women with uh, criminal proceedings if they have an abortion. And there's no pending Nobody. abortion ban in Florida. There's a 15-week restriction in Florida. That's as far Jeez. as they've gone, which is, by the way, not even in effect because the, you know the activists are trying to challenge it in court, but it, even if it were to pass, it would still be fifteen a fifteen mm-hmm. week ban. Something that mm-hmm. they just polled, by the way, and seventy two percent of Americans agreed with. They just polled a fifteen week ban, and seventy two percent of Americans agreed. That's with really it. something because the prevailing theory is that Americans love abortion. They they really support yeah. it wholeheartedly. Well, I, I guess if unless you explain it to them. Then uh, you get a different response, like this uh, latest poll. But people thought that, people believe that if your life is in danger, you should be able to get an abortion. If you've been raped or it's a case of incest, then most people, I think, feel there should be an exception there. Yeah. Uh, it's, but it, abortions up to and including birth, I mean, no. Democrats are so far out in left field on that. There's no way Americans support that. Yeah, that's what I keep coming back to on on the abortion debate generally. Who's closer to the mainstream? Now, I am not close to the mainstream on abortion. I am your very, very uh, humble and lovable, non-violent uh, pro-life extremist. I... <laughs> I'm not blowing up any clinics, Mm -hmm. but I really don't think abortion should be a thing. I don't think ending human life is a good idea, particularly when it's innocent. When you have innocent human life, I think you should try to protect it as many ways that you, as you can. So I am not, I do not agree with the mainstream average opinion of the American, of the American people on this particular issue, but neither do the democratic party. And if you say, what is the official sort of position of Republicans and Democrats up until the, there's always been an overturn of Roe versus Wade, but that does not mean abortion goes away. The average Republican position pushed nationwide all over the place was a 20 week ban for years and years and years and years, a 20 week ban. They just pulled a 15 week ban, a more restrictive ban. And that was 
that was popular with 72% of Americans. We know that third, third trimester abortion, which is, uh, is not even far enough to the left to describe the mainstream Democrat position. Because you're talking about abortions that might happen at eight months. That's not mm -hmm. what the left is saying. They're saying at any time during the pregnancy. That is what the Democratic position is. And they will basically not move off of that point. Most of, most of them, if you challenge them, will well, say... Because they'll get vilified right. by Nehru. I, I want to see Pete Buttigieg at one point <clears throat> said, I think only second trimester abortions <clears throat> should be allowed. And he was like, you know, he was, you know, criticized widely for that comment in the Democratic wow. primary. So, but that position, just third trimester abortion, is favored by 14% of Americans. So the, the kind of mainstream Republican position is favored by 72% of Americans. And the mainstream Democratic position is favored by 14% of Americans. Hmm. Now, it is huh. true that there are people that go farther than the mainstream Republican position, such as myself. Mm -hmm. There are states that will ban it completely, with the, with the exceptions that you mentioned in most cases. But the, the, the overwhelming majority... Do you not make the exception for a woman's life endangerment? Um, I, so I mean, it's rare. I, I think that is a, um, there is a moral case to be made for that. Mm -hmm. um i you know lila rose talks pretty convincingly about this which is number one there is basically no case where this occurs there is essentially no case where the woman's life is in danger in that way um but that can you know i'm not a doctor i have heard doctors it say has happened that you it know, does happen it's but it, yeah time. and it can happen but it's not like common like it was in the 1800s right. extraordinarily rare yes um you know she talks pretty convincingly about the idea of you know sometimes there are situations that are extreme and you have to you have to consider them but she she made the point to me at one point in one of the interviews we talked about on studios america where she described you know like basically like you go through this place where the child is mm -hmm. born and you might say well there's no chance of that child living at that age you just do what you can like you mm -hmm. do what you can to try to to make it work. And it, you know what? Probably won't. Mm -hmm. But you do everything you can to fight for life in those situations. You don't certainly don't mm -hmm. kill the mother. I think we all recognize that's not the appropriate way to go. Or allow the mother to it, die. If you have to. That's what I mean. You have, yeah. If you have to deliver the baby early where there's mm -hmm. no hope, you do, you, you do that. You do the C-section. You do what you have to do. And you fight for the life of the baby. Even if, even if it's hopeless. Yeah. You know, you reasonable. still try. When someone, you know, when someone's in, you know, a, a situation where their life is, uh, they have some disease and it's hopeless and the doctor says there's no chance of survival, you do what you can anyway, you try. I think this stat I saw recently was 0.001%. So one one thousandth of a percent of abortions are because a woman's life is in danger. So it's, it almost never happens anymore. Yeah. Almost never. But and there are occurrences where it does happen. There are cases of certain types of pregnancies that, uh, and, and this is one of the things the left is trying to use scare tactics on, is to try to push this idea that certain types of pregnancies that are, you know, in the middle of failure, um, it's, it's, types of pregnancies that are you know affecting the mother in terrible ways mm -hmm. um you just kind of deal with it. and I don't, I don't know if any person on the pro-life side that considers that abortion so i mean i, I think mm -hmm. there are some there's some medical procedures that happen early on that you know that the left is trying to you know lump in with this to scare women but i don't know of any pro-life person who actually considers those procedures to be abortions so i mean i think there's you know look 
you can walk around the fringes of this as much as you want. And we've talked about all the exceptions at length. And we're not, we're the ones that are fine ta- doing that. I, I don't mind making the argument for life. I think erring on the side mm-hmm. of life is always a good concept. But the left won't talk about their outlying situations. You know, why doesn't the, every, every Republican that's ever said they're pro-life has been asked about rape and incest exceptions on mm-hmm. abortion? Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. How many, how many Democratic politicians have been forced to answer a question about what happens at eight, nine months and, you know, uh, right before birth? Right. Or during birth. During birth. And partial birth. You kill the baby as it's coming down the birth canal. That literally happens. Yeah. I mean, collapsing their skull and sucking out the body parts. And it's horrific. It's just absolutely horrific. I mean, to try to find one moment in the pregnancy in which the left will not kill, uh, give you the opportunity to kill a child (laughs) is almost impossible. And we actually tried this back when George Bush was president. And we came up with this idea of, you know, hey, let's call them out on partial birth abortion. Let's just see if we can get them to come that far. Mm-hmm. Where the bo- baby is mm-hmm. partially born, half out of the woman. At that point, why on earth would you need to kill the child? Have the baby come. You're going to have to birth it. You're going to have to take it out of there anyway. Right. Why not have it come out and then give it up for adoption? Why would you kill it at that point? He said, how about this? Just that. Mm-hmm. Let, me give the, let me give you the lowest hurdle to possibly clear partial birth abortion. And it was so mm-hmm. offensive to uh, the American people that the Democrats, some of them, let it go through. And you know what they did after that? They started doing it at the same time in the pregnancy before they partially birthed the baby. They just continued to do it. They just kept the baby entirely in the womb and did it then. Wow. The Mm. same time. Now, obviously, the concept here (laughs) was don't kill the baby a second before it's born, right? Mm -hmm. And they said, well, we'll do it 10 seconds before they're born. <laughs> you know, they just yeah. found a way to get around it. So that that rule that was passed uh, under George W. Bush really didn't do much because they just started doing it. They just changed the procedure slightly to fit the technical definition of partial birth abortion. Which is why I call them a death cult, because that's that's what they are. They're ghouls who are part of a death cult. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Ever since he tried the Rough Greens for the first time, my dog, Uno, has changed. He's a completely different dog. I hear from people all the time in the audience. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of letters have come in who have had the same experience with their dog. They've heard me talk about Rough Greens on the show. They get some from themselves. And as soon as they sprinkle it on the dog's food, the dog literally wolfs it down. And it's really good for him. It's not a dog food. It's just chock full of vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils that you sprinkle. Your dog needs these things to be healthy. My dog was easy. From the first time he tried Rough Greens, Uno was in love. Some dogs take a little bit to get used to the new flavor, though. Dr. Dennis Black, the inventor of Rough Greens, was on the phone with me last week. He doesn't want that to be a reason for you not to try. So right now, he's got a special gift available. You can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. Put it on your dog's food and begin to watch your dog become healthier. If you're watching Blaze TV, yeah, I'm wearing the 62422 shirt right now. You can get it live. Uh, it's on uh, studosmerch.com. If you use the code 
Stu 10, you'll save 10%. It's a, a, about it's the day that they overturn Roe versus Wade. I think it's an important day in our history, one we should remember. 6 24 22. Less important day is tomorrow, which is our power hour. Um, we've. <laughs> Uh, for Stu Does America, we do a power hour every once in a while. This is our 500th episode anniversary power hour. It's sort of an excuse to drink at work, but it's going to be a great panel. Chad Prather, Sarah Gonzalez, Andrew Heaton, uh, my wife, Lisa Page, will be there as well. Alex Stein will be there. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, as we make idiots of ourselves and attempt to talk politics while doing a power hour, which you may remember from your college days. Uh, it's idiotic, but a lot of a, fu- a lot of fun. Uh, you can subscribe at you, um, you know, for free. YouTube.com slash Stu Does America for all your power hour needs or go to Stu Does Power Hour.com. I'm going to do that. You are. Should. Yes, I'm going. I'm going to do that. Uh, also, if you uh, if you want the greatest cookie on the face of the planet, just go to Kexi.com mm. and uh, and you can get it there. Fifteen um, percent off this week. I will. I think you use the promo code Pat 15. Yeah. Pat 15. Oh, yes. Nice. Uh-huh. There was a, a promise of a strawberry Pop-Tart yeah. cookie to be brought in yes. to, to uh, this show. I will try to remember to do it tomorrow. Yeah, because the strawberry, it's really good. And the, you like the coconut cream one, oh, too, right? That coconut cream thing is so incredible. good. You still have that? Uh-huh. Oh, that do one. I, I don't know. If you, yeah. I guess, a lot of people like, back. I will never say you shouldn't <laughs> get like the chocolate chip. It's a fantastic Kexi cookie. But, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people like those classic cookies. I sometimes yeah. like the, the different flavors. Yeah. And that coconut cream thing, man. Oh, that thing is delicious. It's surprising when we do these off kind of cookies. Yeah. The off flavors. Sometimes they're really popular yeah. and really, really good. Kexi.com. K-E-K-S-I.com. Glenn thinks nobody can spell it. I disagree. I mean, he, this, is like, this is like Democratic politicians <clears throat> saying that black people can't get ID. He <laughs> yes. just thinks the audience is so right. dumb. They can't just remember <laughs> K-E-K-S-I.com. It's not that hard, really. It's, it's really not. No. No. You should, so. I, I'm pretty, I have a lot of confidence in this audience. I think I they can too. figure it out. I do, too. <laughs> uh, we're also figuring out that uh, Gavin Newsom is a lion sack. Because uh, everything oh, yeah. he said on that ad that he did in Florida uh, was a lie. And I love the part where he gets to join us in California where we still believe in freedom. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? What? The Okay, the freedom to pay the highest taxes in the, in the nation, the freedom to pay the highest gas prices in the nation, the highest home prices in it. I can pay like three times what it would cost me for a home in Texas. I can pay three times that in California or five times that in California. Uh, and you do have the freedom to eliminate babies, though. They they do grant you that freedom. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's a pretty open-ended freedom. You can pretty much do it anytime you want for any reason you want. But so far on this ad, where he's four for four. <clears throat> yes, he is. Uh, on the lie scale. he's yes. Every single claim he's made in this ad so far has been a lie. But what about the freedom from hate? Is that a lie? Or, so there's no hate in the state no of California. Hate in the state. That's weird. We've seen mass shootings happen there. <laughs> yes, uh, those we people have. that were loving mass shootings. Uh, what were those? I guess. Hmm. Huh. Empathetic mass shootings. Also, there's those? a pretty high crime rate. Yeah. In California, in people Los dying. Angeles, yeah. in San Francisco. A lot of murders go on there. A lot of murders. No crime in San Francisco. Wow. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. The Glenn Beck Program. 
these days you use your personal information to do just about everything, especially when you're online. But with all that information just floating out there, it can make the Internet a practical gold mine for identity thieves. Actually, that's, that's not fair to gold miners. Mining is actually hard work. Stealing your identity is dangerously easy. It's also incredibly costly and terribly frustrating if you get hacked. Now is an easy time to join up with LifeLock and help protect yourself with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock monitors your information and alerts you to personal identity threats. And if you are a victim of identity theft, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock. They can't protect you from everything. Nobody can, but they're the best in the business in my book. 800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 25% off your first year. Identity theft protection starts here. As the mainstream media perpetuates the left's insanity, we're helping you fight back one truth at a time. More Glenn Beck next. It's Pat and Stu. I do a show called uh, Pat Gray Unleashed. You can hear that every morning, immediately preceding this show live, uh, or anytime you want, wherever you get your podcast. Stu also does a show weekdays on uh, on this particular network. Yeah, Stu does America. Don't mm-hmm. miss it. 8 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV. Also available on podcast if you happen to be listening to the show on podcast or you're wherever you are. Subscribe to the podcast. It's worth it. You get five uh, shows per week of not only the radio show that mm-hmm. we're on now, but Pat Gray Unleashed and Sudo's America. All worth your time, Pat. All of them. So uh, the campaign between um, uh, Herschel Walker and uh, Warlock, uh, I forget his first name, <laughs> the Warlock guy. Raphael. Uh, yes, Raphael Warlock. Warnock, I believe, is his actual name. It, yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I always uh, I refer to him as Warlock. Uh, but okay. he is uh, a nightmare, an absolute nightmare. Oh yeah, he's terrible. War, 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 now I can't remember which one is which. War, Warnock. Warnock. Warlock is a nightmare. Is a nightmare. But, yes, agreed. Um, are, are there some issues with the uh, with well, uh, maybe Herschel? He's, right he's now, coming after is... Herschel Walker. We've had Herschel on the show before. We yeah. I, I like him. He seemed like a really nice guy. Uh, obviously, uh, played oh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, which makes him a great guy. Yeah, uh, but the uh, it's not really where he's remembered. Uh, really, I don't think. I don't, that's that's how I remember Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the, maybe the Georgia <laughs> Bulldogs might, might remember him a little bit mm-hmm. from from that particular era. Yeah, but I'm thinking more more closely related with maybe the Metroplex where we are. Uh, I mean, it was on the Vikings? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Um, you Pat, know, there was Pat. I want the guy mm-hmm. to win the election. Uh, that's true. Don't 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 tarnish him. <laughs> Don't don't let everyone know that he had a dark period where he played for the Dallas Cowboys. Jeez. But the uh, uh, the Daily Beast has some oh information that they are claim is who knows. Yeah, who knows? I mean, look, they, they've they've been coming. You knew, and we talked to him about it when he was here. They are going to come after him uh, hardcore Hard. and look through every little bit of his history. And he's been, you know, very open about several parts of his history that were really challenging. I mean, he had some really dark days and he's talked about them extensively and they're coming after him about, uh, you know, uh, things that they certainly would never come after a Democrat for. 
you know, uh, no, they would not. Children from uh, other relationships and such. They right. obviously would They'd never, never care bring about that such a thing when yeah. it comes to Democrats, but they apparently care here. Uh, and I, you know, it's it's going to be an interesting race. I did I did a, the, my first Senate breakdown maybe a month ago of the upcoming race, and we don't even know we didn't even know who all the candidates were at that point. There's still primaries going on and such at the time. But uh, the way I looked at it was there was about there was about five toss up races in this country, five or six. And the Republicans would need to win uh, three of those five. Okay. To be, or three of the six. And is one me, of to, them the to, Georgia race? Georgia, Georgia was one of them. And um, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is another. There's Dr. A, Oz. Yeah. I, off the top, I don't have it in front of me, but it was three out of the six races they needed to win that were the toss-up races, like really fundamentally toss-up races yeah. to, uh, get, to get the 50 senators they need and you might say, well, they can't pass anything with 50 senators, and that's true, but they can block a lot. Uh, I do expect the Republicans to win the House, so they can block the bills that way mm-hmm. uh, if, they, if they wish. But Supreme Court justices, you might note, uh, go through the Senate. Senate. So getting it's 50 really is vital, vital. When it comes mm-hmm. to this Senate, so you can't be blow one of these races you because can't do it. They still have the vice president vote uh, for the next two years. Yeah. So control though does do a lot, and it does help. So if you want to get yeah. to fifty-one, clearly, and mm-hmm. uh, but you know control having you know Republican leadership yeah. is important as well. But you're right; you need to get to you know fifty-one, and that's not easy. So you got to like you just can't blow easy races now. Georgia is not a bright red state as it once was. I, you have to say it's a purple it's, it's state. Incredible. Obviously, yeah. went to Biden amazing in 2020. Um, but, you know, it's mm. been trending blue for a while, and it's turned into a really a purple state. That being said, in this environment, this should be an easily winnable race mm-hmm. for any, you know, replacement level Republican. You know, it really should not be a difficult it, it might even be more difficult if it was Ossoff, but it's it's Warnock. I mean, the guy is obviously an extremist. <laughs> you know, yeah, so, I mean, he really yeah. is. He's not he, a borderline, not at moderate all. Democrat. No, he is extremely, extremely leftist and comes off that way to a lot of people. So this is a, a race that would be very easy to win. You're going to see Kemp Cruz over, mm-hmm. I think, uh, Abrams. For example, and this is obviously Kemp is a guy that a lot of Republicans are, were angry at after <laughs> after uh, the election last time. Mm-hmm. So this should be a very winnable race. It's, uh, you know, uh, you know, look, it's a difficult thing to do if you're Herschel Walker. He's never run for anything before. He's, he's beloved. Though, he's beloved. He's very famous. Georgia, so that that's in his favor, in his favor. <clears throat> and, uh, but he's also under, you know, there's a certain amount of scrutiny that happens to you as a famous athlete. Mm-hmm. And then when you have the democratic party coming up against you it's a totally different level of scrutiny and they're going after him the same thing is going to happen to dr oz and dr oz won a squeaker of a primary very very close election he has now gone into the uh into the uh, general in a purple state a state that obviously joe biden won in 2020 uh and you have the situation where that's gone back and forth to red and blue but it's been really more blue i mean i i remember when donald trump won Pennsylvania in 2016. I'm remembering that right, yeah, right. And I remember thinking that was one I just never thought was going to happen. I mean, I was mm-hmm. legitimately surprised by the 2016 performance by Donald Trump in in Pennsylvania. It was really the first time that a president. It felt that it was even possible in a presidential election. There have been Republicans that have won in you know statewide Senate, 
and such. But it didn't seem possible in the presidential election. Trump was able to do it in 2016. So, but it's a purple state at best. So it's not easy for Dr. Oz to win that race in a normal circumstance. But in this circumstance, in a red wave type of year, a red wave type of environment, it should be a winnable race for a Republican. Is Dr. Oz going to be able to pull that off? Again, he's very media savvy. We know that. But we don't know much about him as a candidate and how he's going to survive this. I, I his think, opponent just had a stroke. Yeah, and this does. So that could be an advantage for him because uh, he's there's not some, in great shape. And Pat, there's some weird stuff going on with that. We, get, we, should, know, we should talk about this for a second because this is the Fetterman mm-hmm. uh, race. The guy had a stroke right before the primary. Yeah. And is not doing anything on the campaign trail. He's just like back to like living at home and living his life like their defense of what's going on right now is ah he's just you know taking some time and hanging out you know living life recovering you know just go going to the movies going out to dinner no big deal wait he's in the middle of a, a giant senate race what are you talking about he's just going out to dinner well, what is that and that's really what their excuse is now i guess they're saying wow. he needs time to recover and they're trying to widen this window as, as, as long as possible before people start asking really honest questions about whether this guy's able to do this job anymore i mean i i I, you have to be at the point now where you're starting to seriously consider that there's been you know serious health effects that have happened from the stroke and they're just trying to hide it obviously we know democrats have done that before see woodrow wilson (laughs) Uh, so i don't know i mean maybe that's look we hope for the best here we hope the guy is, is is doing okay and just needs some more time i don't want him to win the race i don't want him to get this job for multiple reasons that are completely non-stroke related. But, you know, obviously we hope his health is okay. But that's another race that's going to be close. There's a bunch of those toss-up type races that Republicans have a real chance to win. Uh, But if they blow one or two of them, they probably will lose the Senate. That's how difficult this is. This is not... It feels like Biden has been so bad. Mm -hmm. He's got a 36% approval rating. 8% of the country thinks we're going in the right direction right now. It seems obvious that a wave election is here, but the Senate structure pushes back against that. This is a good Democratic year for the structure of the Senate. 2024 is the opposite. It'll be a good year for the Republicans. They'll be in a position to pick up seats in 2024, but 2022 is not that way. And because of the wave election, they do have a real chance and should be probably considered the favorites to win the Senate, but they absolutely could blow this. It is not a home run. It's not easy cruising. And they often do. They often do. Yeah. There's been a lot of, you know, people bring up the 2010 election, which was a huge wave election for Republicans, but there were multiple winnable seats that they wound up losing. Most painfully to my heart and soul, Harry Reid, mm. who could have been gone mm-hmm. and unfortunately stayed in office for longer. Uh, mm-hmm. there, Colorado, they, you know, Delaware, there's a bunch of states that you can look back at and say, ah, oh, gosh, those are really winnable races. And some of them were very close, but Republicans didn't wind up winning them. You can't have those moments here. You can't blow these, these states. You got to figure out a way to win. A lot of times we talk about like getting the best possible candidate. You always want the best possible candidate for your side to be, uh, loyal to conservative values. But as we go into this general, I know. The next two years are going to be years where a Democrat is the president of the United States, and we're not going to get everything that we want. All we can do is hope to stop the damage. 
And the best way that we can mm-hmm. stop the damage here, the best hope that we have, is even some of these Republicans that aren't so great somehow winning. Even if they're shaky, even if they're not lining up with every conservative principle, you can't choke these races. You can't. It's way too important. We just look at what just happened in the Supreme Court. You cannot risk. Yeah. You can't blow these races. You can't choke. Somehow, Republicans have to figure out how not to choke one time. And the reason it's so important is because they're going to try to pack the Supreme Court. Yeah. They're going to try to add four Supreme Court justices. And if they have control of the Senate, they're going to be able to do it. Joe Biden has already said this supposed modern Mm. president has already come out in favor two times to overturn the filibuster. A guy Mm. that was in the Senate for over 30 years wants to overturn that precedent. He's already advocated for it twice on abortion. And was it guns was the other one? No, voting rights was the other one. Yeah. He's already advocated for it twice. If they get to 52 senators, they will do it. They will do it. Absolutely, they will. Absolutely. Uh, so that's why it's so incredibly critical. And that's why it's so <clears throat> important that, you know, some of those drop boxes that may have been abused, uh, I, I think they've cut back on those in Georgia because they had, what was it, 80 or so during the pandemic. And you don't need that. You don't need the drop boxes this time. Let's just have regular, normal voting places. What the hell? What, I, what, what are we talking? What, it's what, so this ridiculous. Is ridiculous. You do not need a drop box no, you do not. for your vote. <clears throat> no, you don't. Everything should be attended. And of course that can be abused. Of course, course it can. I don't know. Like, you know, like a lot of people are bringing up lots of stuff on this. I don't care if you have literally no evidence they're being abused at all. Literally yeah. none. It's obviously a dumb idea. Yes. You don't, you don't, right. this is too important. You don't just have people dropping things off with no attendees. Mm-hmm. There has to be some sort of process it goes through. And yet they scream bloody murder if you suggest, hey, how about we go without the drop box this time? Let's just go to the voting booth. Just let's just go to your voting place like we yeah, always like, used to do. Voting okay? is not internet porn. You don't get 24-7 <laughs> access to it. No, you do you not. You show up when people are there. 888-727-BECK. More patents Stu for Glenn coming up. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. In life, there are good and bad surprises. Finding 20 bucks, good surprise. Car breaking down, really bad surprise. When you have a car protection plan through CarShield, those bad surprises are a lot easier to handle. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month that cover more parts than ever before. When you need a repair, you don't have to deal with the paperwork or the headaches. Just choose the mechanic you want to work with and CarShield administrators will handle the rest. And here's a good surprise. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. So lock in your price by getting coverage today, and it'll never go up. CarShield helps make the surprise of your car breaking down easier to handle. Get coverage like I did, because I never worry about my trucks at the ranch. I know when I need them, they'll be ready to roll. CarShield.com slash back. 800-391-8888. Save 10% on your plan now. CarShield.com slash back. 800 391 8888.
Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. A coffee shop in Philadelphia, known for its LGBTQ brand identity, just closed its doors after its employees revolted against the owners and demanded that they redistribute the company to the employees. It's one of those, give them an inch and they'll take 10 miles. Mina's World, which is located in the neighborhood of West Philadelphia, was characterized by Bon Appetit as a business that doubled as a hangout spot for people of marginalized identities. Well, Sonam Parikh, who ran the company alongside her partner and co-owner, Kate Eggert, told the outlet that Mina's World was the city's first coffee shop owned and operated by queer trans people of color, Mm. or the QTPOC. Cool. Wait, wait, the the QTPOC. That, is that different than LGBTQQIA2 plus? A little bit. Okay. A little bit different. But the pair uh, had named the company after their cat, which is adorable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, who doesn't love that? Uh, they blasted other coffee shops for neglecting to protect their black and trans employees and allow customers to enjoy coffee in a space that was not whitewashed. Thank you. You think finally, right? Finally. I, I will say this, Pat, and I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I hate white people thank you they are just terrible have you you noticed this i have they're all terrible especially straight white people ah the worst right and males oh my god oh that patriarchy male straight Mm -hmm. white people i don't want to hear it the worst i don't want to hear it so an instagram page called (laughs) mina's world workers began posting accusations against the ownership last month claiming that they had subjected their workers to manipulation abuse of power exploitation anti-blackness ableism and other charges summarized in a list of grievances. The employees demanded immediate payment and told the owners to redistribute the business. Mm, <laughs> redistribute oh, the come business. Come on. They just have these collections. They have like Stop six it. words they use and they just apply them to everything. Yes. Um, I will say, uh, Pat, it's a lesson that many will need to learn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, it will be hard. They, these will be hard lessons to learn. You are never woke enough. There's never a point for sure. where you win this battle. You're never going to be woke enough. Eventually, they will come for you, and we will sit here with glee Even watching it occur. Even if you're weird trans people <laughs> of color owners. Yeah. Right? QTPOC. Uh, in the house. It doesn't matter. Still not woke enough. <laughs> Sorry. This is the Glenn Beck Program.